Hello and welcome to Bend the Knee, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt, the Bud Knight, Lord of the White Castles, co-lord of the White Claw. Wow, and I am Sir Ezra, the Watchful. Some of you like to call me the Unwatchful. I get it. It's cool. I'm also the picker of bones. Mm-hmm. Back at As- here. As it feels good to be coming back. I think this is our first is our first recording of the new year. Feels good. Ez is on vacation. He was over in Germany tying knots. Um, I'm over here just running the ship, you know, uh-huh. man in the wall until you get back. But uh, we've been running some polls, by the way. I've been running a lot of polls on our YouTube channel. Yeah, let's go over them. And, um, well, we're going to be definitely going over one of them today because it's our topic for today. We asked a question. We said, who do you guys want us to do a video or, you know, podcast on? And you guys said Val. And so we said, okay, we will do a conversation on Val, the wildling princess. She is rather interesting and potentially what could happen with her in Winds of Winter, given she doesn't even really show up, you know, until John, we first see her when John meets Mance Raider there at the beginning of Storm of Swords. And then she really only appears in a handful of chapters. She's mentioned a few times. But uh, a lot of people think she could play a big role in the Winds of Winter. Or maybe she's a nobody. It could really it could go a, a lot of different ways with, with yeah. her. But uh, some common theories around Val is that she is a secret Targaryen. Of course, everyone's a secret Targaryen given her sort of blonde hair. There's theories that she could actually be a woods witch. There's theories she could be Nisa Nisa. There's theories she might be John, a, a love interest for John. I've heard some say that she could be, uh, she could love John and then she could die and then it could end up being John and Danny in the end. But it's just another one of those sort of uh, relationships to get over. But then at that point, John will have loved two wildlings and then falls in love with a Targaryen princess. So I don't know. Um, I kind of have what I think is going to happen with her, but we can go over a lot of these things as, so just sort of your initial thoughts on Val as a character. What do we think is going to kind of happen with her in Winds of Winter and uh, going forward? Well, she's cool. One of the reasons she's cool is that she is almost, uh, she's like wildling royalty, right? So Dala, her sister, is married to the king beyond the wall, uh, Mance Raider. And and she is uh, interesting. She's I think, you know, when we read her, uh, she's she's beautiful. So from the perspective of like like Jon Snow and others who are uh, commenting on her appearance and things, they're all just struck by how, how beautiful she is. And and a lot of these theories about her being a Targaryen and so on come from the fact that one, she's a princess uh, Two, it's her facial uh, features, her, her hair, her eyes and things like that, too. Right. Uh, and I, th- I think it's, I think she's great. I think she's really interesting, very intriguing comes in there in our, our, the most recent book that we have, uh, up at, up at the, the, the wall. And I don't know. I, John is sort of a fan favorite. People love John. Um, uh, and, and he's, he's up here going to be leading the charge. He's, he's the front line of defense against the white walkers. And you have Val there with him. Um, She's she's looked on favorably by Stannis and others, too. So like this, this idea, I mean, in Westeros, we were kneelers, you know, we, we kneel to a king or to a queen. And so 
when we look at their hierarchy, even though Egret tells us that that's, that doesn't really exist there, they did have a king, okay, <laughs> who, who who had a wife, who has a child, uh, and and they have um, a, a, an aunt slash you know sister in in Val. So there you go. I actually have later on in the show, I'll bring up sort of another connection to King's blood and to uh, the idea that we might have have uh, royalty beyond the wall. It's just. It's just interesting. I think she's she's cool. There's not a lot known about her. There are some crazy things uh, involving the pink letter and maybe a, a wildling conspiracy. We've mentioned that before. The idea that she could be she and Tormund could be helping. They could be secretly communicating with uh, Mance Raider, uh, plotting to take over Melisandre, using Melisandre. Uh, you know, Shireen Baratheon doesn't look very well in in uh, Val's eyes. She wants her dead. Right. Yeah. Her and Melisandre definitely uh, don't see eye to eye, um, to say the least. So just a, a quick rundown on, on some of the events we see with her. Um, so we first sort of see her in A Storm of Swords. Remember, John, Clash of Kings ends with John basically being captured after we kill Corrin Halfhand. And he's kind of like forsaken his vows. He's going to go with the wildlings. And then he's immediately brought into Man's Raider's tent. And we're going to meet him. And we, this is where we meet, begin to meet a lot of the wildlings that are going to be a big part of the next uh, the next arc. So Val's there. Uh, we learn that she, you know, stole this guy, Jarl, right? Who's a wildling raider. Um, and unfortunately, unfortunately, this Jarl, right? Who seems like it was going to be maybe her initial love interest. He dies climbing the wall, right? He falls off. But she ends up being there at Castle Black. Uh, and is there for a lot of the events going on when John's Lord Commander and Stannis is there and Melisandre is there. Uh, and now I'd say she's kind of up in limbo. I mean, obviously, all of the she's described as being incredibly beautiful. So even beyond that of just like wildlings or through the lens of the Night's Watch who don't really see women who could view, you know, any woman theoretically right as like incredibly beautiful. Mm -hmm. She's described as being um, very beautiful. Um, you know, the men of the seven kingdoms consider her a princess, but it's the free, uh, to the free folk. She's merely Dalla's sister. Um, she unsuccessfully begs Stannis to spare Mance Raider. Right. But then we know Mance ends up living through the glamour, uh, and, and all of that. Um, she does not join in any of the prayers to R'hllor that Stannis, right, Stannis' men and Melisandre are there doing. Um, John actually sends her on, like, a mission to try and bring peace terms to Tormund Giants Bane. Yeah. And um, then uh, she returns. She brings Tormund. This is where John is, you know, impressed with her. And it seems like they're starting, seems like a romance is beginning to build. Then, unfortunately, John's stabbed. And that's kind of really where we leave it, except that she's mentioned in the pink letter as bring your wildling princess with her. Yeah. So the, 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 what's interesting, uh, you said, you know, unfortunately, John is stabbed and all this stuff like Matt does is does, does he come more attractive when he's when he's brought back i mean is that something is he now special he's just a bastard right now but like if val's looking for that that guy with an edge right <laughs> i mean i just this kind of comically like john snow i don't know when it's 
the, the kid at school who gets a who gets a scar and he comes in the day he's got the scar and right. everyone's like, yeah, this kid's cool, right? It's it's his day. I feel like that's gonna be John and Bow's gonna be like, oh, what's up? But there, I don't know, man. That one of our, our old videos that was really um, well received was the idea that they might be uh, they might get together. That might be a thing. Uh, and one of the reasons for that is John is trying to do this whole like let's let's unite, let's show people. That um, even though he's a bastard, right? He's Eddard Stark's bastard. He's from Winterfell. He's got he's got big time connections, and now he's he gets voted up to be Lord Commander. So if he can show them and help sort of unite uh, the two groups, that would that would be great. It there is a, there's another wildling, um, and I, I was going to save it for later, but uh, Garrick um, Kingsblood who comes down and like his three daughters are married off to Queen Selyse's men and stuff. So they're trying to do some of that. So since there is I guess a foundation for those sort of alliances. Why not? Um, maybe John and Val just to, just to really sure it up, but there's still a lot of craziness going on right now. Yeah. Um, so, well, I guess for me, one of the things I think about, about her is keep in mind it, it, what's, what's going to be the sort of initial interesting thing is the fallout of John's death. That is going to be, the most immediate sort of crisis that we face going on up at the night's watch, especially now that Stannis is going to be gone. Um, remember in the show, the way it goes down is John stabbed by some people who aren't even there in the books, like one being Sir Alice or Thorne. Mm -hmm. And then John's brought back and, you know, Stannis is off doing his thing and it's different. Because the pink letter is different. The pink mm -hmm. letter in the in the show says, I've got your brother. And then Sans ends up showing up. And okay, here we go. Well, yeah. it says nothing about uh it says nothing about Rickon in <laughs> you know in in the uh in the pink letter. So some of the some of the things I think about, you know, to talk about Val, you're gonna have to talk a little bit about Stannis and John and even potentially some some theories out there. I think I'm beginning to believe less and less and less in the idea that John and Danny are gonna get together. I do actually think that a, a potential scenario could exist that regardless of how it all works out, I'm starting to think John may end up just going back up into like the true North with uh, at the end of this thing, like regardless of how it sort of works out. And maybe he will then go with Val. Maybe Val will be his sort of princess and we don't get a scenario in which John and Danny get together. Another scenario would be that Val uh wants nothing to do with him because he's going to be brought back by Melisandre and Relor, which she is sort of out on. So that could cause her to sort of be out on him. I think the most likely scenario is we remember we've still yet to do hard home in the show. Hard home happens and then because and then hard home happens, John brings all the wildlings from hard home to the wall. And that's what ultimately causes him to be killed. Hard home has yet to happen in the books. So I think it's possible maybe she will go to hard home now that John's dead, try to bring people back or just try to save people. And maybe she dies there. There is a character in the show who I have to have to look up. Um, I always forget her name because she's she's at um 
she's at hard home and she dies and i always forget her name it's the, it, she's a show only character you know the woman she has like mm-hmm. a young kid and then she's yeah kid. i got it right here yeah uh uh, uh car it's k-a-r-s-i was a spear wife mm-hmm yeah. Um. And so a lot of so for a while the uh a theory was that she was essentially sir filling the role of a Val. In, okay. And 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 yeah. So that was that was um that was something people thought. Um, let me get this pulled up here. Hmm. So yeah. So Carsey, remember? Yeah, she's only in that episode. Uh, she's at hard home, and then she dies. She's yeah. killed. Uh, she's killed by the by the White Walkers, and I think she's actually turned into um, a white as well. So uh, I could see Val being being this. This could be her sort of spirit or whatever in, in the way the show does it. So if we try to use that as some sort of logic to move forward, I think you could you could do that. But I think I'm leaning more towards the idea. I think she's definitely going to hard home for sure, and then a lot of it is going to depend on other players, Stannis, a lot of these people. Yeah. Got a a super chat here. Thank you, Quentin very much. Don't think Danny will know about John's resurrection initially. Yeah, I definitely don't think Danny will. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's the thing like people, uh, yeah. When news get out, um, who is going to know about, about the assassination of, of Jon Snow? Um, how will that change? I think, you know, things, uh, just for him at Castle Black, the whole, you know, his, his watch has ended, right. that could be a thing where he's going to, his watch has ended and now he's going to what, um, does that allow him to, to openly marry Val? Does that allow him now to take a seat at Winterfell? You know, uh, ready for some tinfoil here. I, one of my, th- I, we've got a couple theories. We're going to get into a couple of these different things because it's a big discussion on Val. But for me, Danny goes north in the show. You want to look at some things. You just brought up a, a, a show thing where we had the spear wife leader there at hard home. Matt saying perhaps that could be Val in the book, but the show didn't know what to do because they didn't make a Val character. So boom, uh, they have to create something there. Uh, like, does Danny go? I mean, they, does she go all the way up and do we have all of this stuff go down uh, with her and her dragons up at Winterfell? Uh, it's, it's, it's a lot. And I've, I've said this, like there's a lot of events that has to happen. Like for uh, going into winds of winter, like she's doing her own thing. She's invading when she invades King's landing, all that stuff. If she's doing all of that and occupying uh, King's landing, or she's dealing with young Griff or Cersei's doing her thing. There's just so many players in the South that you have someone like Val show up, like why does George write her in? Um, is it to make a Targaryen connection? Is it just something for John? Is it to be a leader of the wildling people? Um, and is she going to help, you know, unite, I guess, the two groups and be at Winterfell? Maybe they have to fall back to Winterfell at some point, and she's there. Uh, she looks a lot like Danny. I mean, I'm not saying that, the, like, the, who knows that the, like, the show would do something as crazy as to, like, move Danny north when she doesn't move. Uh, there in the book i we just we just we don't know i mean people are already raging uh, at the idea that uh, she would burn down the city and matt and i find a lot of evidence that that she might do that and that might be her um like like her ending again because she does that why would she go i mean i don't know there's so many different things like with the, the the sequence of events too like matt you've often said that in the show those events that happen at winterfell like we think maybe they'll that's that's your end game right that might be your your end scenario and 
is is Danny in that, or are these things happening simultaneously? Something happening in, in the north, and then something happening in right. King's Landing. I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. It just feels like if Danny goes north, when she goes north, if you've got Tyrion and she's handled everyone in the south, what other story is is there to tell there? You know, I mean, you like the the whole story, everything would shift then to the north, and. So I don't know. I, I just feel like Val might also be that character who's doing a lot of what Danny does up around Winterfell. Like if you yeah. want to keep the two, because the, uh, the whole time he has kept a story going in Westeros and in Essos. And if he wants to move those pieces around, then he has Danny come out of Essos, come over here. And he still has John up here fighting this, this Northern battle, keep them separated. Once they come together, I mean, then, then they have to come together at Winterfell and you just have to forget all of the um, King's Landing stuff. I don't, Who's going to be, why are we going to have a battle up, up at Winterfell f- facing down the Night King and then flash back to Cersei sneaking back into King's There's Landing no or something? No, I, that's definitely just not happening. It doesn't feel right. It just feels kind of off. No, no, that's definitely the way the show handles that's definitely, definitely not going to happen. Um, you know, some other, I think another scenario here too is you have to look at actually what's going on in Winterfell right now in order to sort of talk about John and Val and some of these characters. Um, in, you know, st- like if you if Stannis loses to Ramsey, the way the pink letter goes down, and then John does get resurrected, and he decides, "Hey, I need to go take on, I need to go take on uh, Ramsey." Well, obviously, a big difference is that it's not actually Sansa that escapes. That would then be getting this Knight to the Vale to come in to save us if we do have some sort of battle with the bastards, which could still happen. It could now be, I actually, I'm actually starting to lean a little more towards if the Battle of the Bastards is going down, maybe John is there, a resurrected John is there losing, same type of a thing. But because Sansa's doing her own thing, maybe Cersei's dead and they're going to try and marry Sansa to young Griff, which would fulfill that sort of. Mm-hmm that theory that you know sansa um is betrothed to all the champions is betrothed to all the champions because it yeah the way it all the way it all lines up what if it's actually it's gonna sound crazy what if it's rickon who shows up unlike in the show where rickon gets killed and is a part of the pink letter he's not a part of the pink letter here what if it's rickon and the manderleys that swoop yeah, in at last second and say i mean people would lose their minds if rickon I- and like baby Good, Rickon, yeah. like shows up on like a dire wolf, and there's like this like Skagosi army, yeah, coming yeah. through. That, but that'd, the, be, that'd be cool. But I guess just think about this: if you go, if we go to Hard Home, and a similar thing happens where others and the White Walkers, for probably the first time you've ever seen them, are really encroaching on the encampments that are left there, it makes logical sense that if they're on boats and stuff, they'd be going to Skagos. Mm-hmm. that's the next i mean that's the next place right over you well, have yeah, to go to you have to go to skagos to come around you, you, you mean which group who are you talking about which group all the wildlings at hard home all the wildlings yes okay remember because they leave on boats yep i thought you said white walkers yeah yeah wildlings oh sorry, sorry. Come, the yeah. wildlings yeah i'll pull up a map let me like yeah i got a i got a map right here for it yep they'd sing they'd, they'd swing right over there yeah yeah, and and I mean, so you're saying they join forces then? They'd be a part of that charge that's coming in to help to help Jon Snow take back Winterfell. Uh, yeah, ab- absolutely, for sure, for sure. 
Well, the other thing, Matt, with that idea, let's say John does go do that, and he's he's fighting this Battle of Bastards situation. Who knows? We got the Stannis is in the midst of all of that. You get a pre-battle before all that. But Val and Rickon, I mean, if, if Val is still up there and needs to move forces down south because now she's finally behind uh, John and wants to leave the, the Night's Watch and go settle into other kingdoms, Queen Solis could have heard that Stannis is dead and uh, and be like, yeah, let's 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 go for this. So you can have this both. Is my, this is my favorite map because um, it's just it's so good and it's so cool and it's so detailed. So I mean, all right here. So here's Hard Home, right? Mm-hmm. And so they get on boats in there. So I guess there, I mean there are some rivers that go down here, and then they come back to the wall. But to me, I mean, the way it it seems to me is if you're leading Hard Home, and you're yeah. on boats. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to me, I guess you could come down this way and try and do something, but I'd be going to Skagos, where it seems like you know they're half wildlings, half mm-hmm. the what it's still part of the realm, and then you just come back in, and then you could go to Castle Black that way if you wanted. Mm-hmm. Now, are you thinking too with, with what you said earlier that that Val might be a part of that whole uh, I thing? Think so I think she, but, I think she's going to heart. I thought I think actually she I think doesn't doesn't John send her there? Isn't that what he does? Is he wants her to go to. She's supposed to go to Hard Home because Tormund is there, Tor- or Tormund's going there. Yeah. So um, let's see. It says Lord Commander uh, John Snow sends Cotter Pike and eleven ships uh, from Eastwatch by the Sea to bring the Wildlings from south from Hard Home. Many ships are wrecked by storms during the voyage. Right. Cotter uh, arrives at, ho- at Hard Home with six ships left. The situation has grown very bad. Wildlings are eating their own dead, and um, there are whites in the forest and in the sea. Slavers have already taken some of the wildlings to Bravos, and wildlings try to take Stormcrow by force, uh, which cost Cotter six of his crew. Cotter sends a raven to plead for help via um, via land from John, since traveling by sea is far too dangerous. Um, so, and he's planning on doing just that in, until he receives the the pink letter. Um, and that, yeah. that's like the, that's like the final chapter that all a lot of this takes place. Yeah, yeah. So after after John receives a letter, Tormund instead receives command of the planned ranging. So Tormund has that has that uh, has the lead there. But yeah, I mean, I mean, again, we don't know. We have no idea. That's that's the whole point with with uh, this vow discussion is we don't know what she's going to do. Is she going to sneak in, go with him? Is she going to continue to manage things here and take care of the wildling people that um, are at the wall? They're trying to make alliances with Queen Selyse. I mean. That's going to be a really interesting power struggle, right? You've, I mean, John, who's dead, Queen Solise, Val, Melisandre. If, if, I, if I'm Val, I'm getting out of there fast because she, to me, seems like the most vulnerable person at there at the Night's Watch because the Night's Watch do not like the fact that wildlings are there. Mm-hmm. And Stannis is theoretically gone, presumed dead. If he does die, uh, chances are they're going to start getting rid of the wildlings. Right. Yeah. Th- there's there and, is some tension. Yeah. And if you're men, if you're men of the Night's Watch, who are you going after? Well, they're, you know, they're going to be going after the single most beautiful girl they've like ever seen in their lives, who's Val. So, I mean, she's in a really, really bad spot. Uh, yeah, she is. Let me let me bring up a, a guy here that's that's kind of interesting. Uh, I'll just share kind of the wiki page here. Can you see that? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So this is Garrick uh, King's blood. And uh, uh, ads kind of kill me here, but he's he's a raider. Um, he's someone he's, he's a wildling and he boasts that he descends from Raymond Redbeard, a king beyond the wall who invaded the north, but was killed alongside his sons in the battle at Long Lake. 
Tormund claims Garrick actually descended from Raymond's younger brother, the Red Raven. Now, in, in A Dance with the Dragons, um, Garrick comes to the wall with the Free Folk or the Wildlings following Tormund. Uh, his red-haired son is one of the hostages that Jon Snow demands. Garrick brings his three daughters with him when he swears his oath to Jon, who agrees to present them to Queen Selyse. Uh, Selyse attires Garrick um, in clothes, which once belonged to her husband, Stannis Baratheon. She arranges the betrothals of his three daughters to Sir Axel Florent, her hand, and to Sir uh, Bruce Buckler. So that's interesting. Um, his three daughters are also described as being kissed by fire. He is descended from a uh, king, and he's called Garrick Kingsblood. And people are kind of theorizing that possibly he might be someone that Melisandre uses. I mean, if you want some king's blood, it's it's right there. But like his daughters are betrothed to certain people. Um, so the dynamics, the stuff that's going on up there is is just really interesting. They're trying to to, to unite. They want these wildlings to like the, it's a it's a power it's a powerful group, right? If 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 Queen Solis can get them under her control and keep them then they, they become more Westerosi, they become more kneelers, whatever. They get into the hierarchy of Westeros. Val, I think, like you just said, probably doesn't want that and wants to be their, their leader and is their leader uh, and wants them to follow her. So it's, it's going to be a lot of, um, it could get real political. We don't really always think about that when we think of the wildlings because the, their structure is so different. But I think people were like, this guy just having the name King's Blood is, is like, an, like George is intentional right. in that why what they're always looking for king's blood his name is freaking king's blood you know so how does he tie into melisandra and and her people wanting to burn burn you know uh people for power is it one of his daughters who are kissed by fire right so you think about all all, all of that stuff um shireen baratheon i think val this is where you might actually get val and melisandra coming together on the same page she's saying burner burn shireen baratheon Get rid of her because she's yeah. she's got the, you know, um, her face and everything. You know, I don't know. That'd be kind of kind of wild. Yeah. But. Let me get to one of the comments here. It's from Ryan. He says, uh, what if she goes north in, in the wall uh, and is killed and turned? Then John ends up having to kill her later. If that were a plot line, we would need more uh, between them before she goes north. Yeah. I, you know, I've I've thought about it. Um the fact that he could end up that her ending dying essentially is that is that Val's gonna die regardless of sort sort of how it happens it would definitely be sad but then at the same time it's kind of like like John killing Danny as Nisa Nisa is more heartbreaking than him killing a turned somebody because we already kind of had that with John with Egret. And mm -hmm. so it's like, do we do that again? I guess is my like John killing Danny, even in the even in the show, or you know, we we think we think it would go down differently in the books. Obviously, he kills her. His sword now is Lightbringer. If you want to yeah. get he's a Zora High, that that route. Um if definitely hard. <laughs> well, well, I think that's still like a pretty lot. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty high up there fan oh no i know but that's that's, that's the whole right. point that but that's the whole point though is with the theory is that you have to string together all those different things like you're, you're talking right. about nisa nisa and everything um and it's just like well we've already done that now we'd have to do it again and then it's just like that's that's why you start to crack away at some of those things about azora high you know what i mean and and, and the last hero 
And that's why you shift around. I mean, Eamon's going south with Sam and says it's it's the princess that was promised. And are they all one in the same? The last hero does the same thing that Azora High does that the princess that was promised is supposed to do. But now the prince is actually a princess. You know, so the whole point is that uh, why well, the reason I say that is simply because like it's just not going to be. I love the, the idea that these are more metaphorical and that the idea is the 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 sword, right, is the is actually the night's watch. It's actually the wall or it's the shield, whatever you want to call it. But things aren't as like there's not that one one person because that's why I was saying earlier. I don't even know if Danny's going to go up there and be a part of this whole thing. Like, I, I mean, she do you think do you think she's just going to be down in the south with young griff dealing with him or marrying him or doing something with him yeah i don't know I and mean, that's 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 the other thing is that like how much of an army do they d- does the dead have like what is uh, i mean i just don't know how you do all the king's landing stuff in, in in two books by the way and and you move her up to uh winterfell with her dragons and then she wins this great victory and then how do we get the ending you- that we that we get for you know, you don't, you don't, yeah, yeah, because yeah, that, yeah, that, that ending is not happening, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, look, when you pull from the show and you start to say, okay, some of that stuff, he like, this is where again, you go, why hasn't George finished the series? Because he doesn't know how to finish it. Sorry, it, it, it if it were that easy, he it would just, it would just be done. But the thing is that when he has, okay, when he gives you these tidbits as a showrunner, he says, well, Danny's going to end up, you know, uh, in, in King's Landing, he's she's going to be killed by 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 john like if he said that and that's true okay unless he said it happens in winterfell did he say it's going to happen in winterfell like she does everything in king's landing burns stuff down comes up helps out but john says hey you're evil dead i mean like you have to start looking at the 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 actual the outcomes of seeing we've done this for a lot matt and i've done this quite a bit which is you look at the outcomes in season eight and you say which of those were ordained and blessed by george R. r martin he said this will happen now i didn't say what happened in king's landing it might happen in winterfell but they said well it's gonna happen let's go ahead and do it i mean dude that's the craziness that that i think is that's also why you can throw out a completely different idea like val would take the place of like the north does its own thing they win their own battle they deserve independence and sansa is right they should just be a queen in a separate country because the south is an absolute freaking wreck and and you know they just had their big whatever like their fight in King's Landing, and no one paid attention to the fact that the North, you know, saved everyone, and they're just two separate things. But then it's also like, why are they two separate things? Why, why aren't they connecting? And, and you know, um, where's the crossover? So, I don't know. right. Well, I do. I mean, I do. All I do ultimately think it's it's gonna all. I, I first of all, I think King, all the King's Landing stuff's gonna happen first before. And then it will be it will be a Winterfell, a Winterfell level ending is all because the whole deal is it's a song of ice and fire as opposed to a Game of Thrones, which the show was. And yeah. so I think that it, it's got to it has to come down ultimately to this idea of a song of ice and fire. I do think it is more likely that Danny does not survive the whole thing. I think that's you that's guys in King's Landing. Uh, she dies somewhere along the lines. That's true. That's George's writing. That's the way. Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, look at the characters that we've had so far, and you look at and you look at them. It's always a few things. It's always somebody does something a certain way, 
and they're so good at doing it a certain way. And then the one time they decide to change, they they're like, okay, maybe not. It's either, it either kills them or it like ruins them. Mm -hmm. Tyrion Tyrion's arc. Okay. You're really good at being witty. You're, you're playing the game of Thrones. You're doing it. But the one thing you were told not to do was bring Shay to King's landing. And what's he do? He brings Shay to King's landing because he thinks I'm smarter than everyone else and I can solve it. And it's his downfall. Mm -hmm. He, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's what even, even saving everyone from the battle of the Blackwater, it's his downfall because now his life, regardless of where it is, is turned totally upside down because he had to leave. He had to kill his dad. He had to kill this girl he loves. And now he's on the run. Mm -hmm. Theon Greyjoy, you've been with the Starks your entire, your entire life. And you decide I'm going to go show that I can pay the iron price and I can do it. And it really wrecks him. I mean, it totally yeah. screws him over Rob. Okay. Making right decision, right decision, right decision. You back out on the phrase dead. So I, I think, I think George's writing shows that Danny's whole thing is going to be. I uh, is be, I want to become the dragon. I want to do, I want to do all those things. I think it's, I think the show got the idea of, the idea of Danny's arc, right? I'm not saying it's going to happen the same way, yeah. but the idea that Danny's there, she's in King's Landing. She's one. She doesn't even sit on the throne. She's like about to, she goes up and like, just sort of touches it. She's made it like, yeah. And then she's yeah. dead. <laughs> and, and then, and then she's it. I think, unfortunately the same thing is going to happen is that she's going to do it. I now, is it a scenario where, Everyone in the show, it's everybody loves John and she'll never have that, that admiration that the people have for her. And so that's what causes it. Or is, or is it a young Griff? Is young Griff, the Mummer's dragon, mm -hmm. the same thing? I've often thought it would be interesting if she dies sort of in a good way, fighting against the others and the White Walkers and all of these things. And she spent her whole life being told she's not you know your family has fallen and she's doing everything she can to prove that no i am the khaleesi i am the true ruler of westeros and then she ends up coming over and and she's the one that saves westeros mm -hmm. she yeah. saves it but at the cost of her own life so she doesn't get a rule but she is the one who saves it. i mean it's kind of what happens to Tyrion at the battle of the blackwater where it's like he saved yeah. everybody, but he doesn't get anything. For well, it. I, I've often thought that would be Danny's arc. Yeah. So what I mean, again, we could all uh, this the, the battle or the the Trident also. Could, so we always think about Winterfell being the place where the last battle is going to take place and where Winterfell. Right. But a lot of those theories out there, they talk about uh, the various colors that are represented and, and color symbolism. We did a whole theory on on that and thoughts about it. You could have a situation where that battle takes place further south and then Danny getting there is is you know, more as, as, as possible or, or whatever. I guess my, my thing too is like if Danny, let's say Danny dies in King's Landing or somehow dies uh, prior to the last battle, like who takes the drag, like who takes the dragons there? So like if the events of King's Landing happen first, Danny would almost need to be outside of those events or past them right. and through them to get to either the Trident or to get to Winterfell. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if jo if John never meets Danny, then then John is one thousand percent getting with Val. Thousand. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, one thousand percent. Like he's it, getting it, with her. Th- that's why in this va- in this Val idea, when I have to, you know, and again, we're trying to pull from what we have on on Val, which is not much, and then trying to look at the, the what the show gave us, which was the, the show said someone with her color hair, a love interest for John, will go north and help everyone and and do what they have to do. Right now, John is actually just getting. They're going to start getting the the dragon glass and uh, Valyrian steel. They'll start to figure out all these different things. I think there'll be something in the crypts of Winterfell. Uh, we'll learn more, I guess, from the Night's, Night's Watch. Sam will figure something out, and other resources will come to to bear that will help them in, in Winterfell. And Val can be a part of that and be a big a bigger deal. But then it just feels like, you know, how does Danny work into all of that if? She still could, I guess. Like, like I, she doesn't have to be a love interest for John, right? She could actually just come up there, and and uh, John could be with Val, and they could also go seek her out and say, "Hey, we we need your help or something." Um, it's that's that's po- it's also possible she doesn't. Does she die in the end? I mean, like you know, I don't know. Danny, yeah, like like the way they. I think she does. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. but I, I I think I think she does. I think I yeah. think I, I just I think she does. Um. I think I think a lot of the characters actually who are dead by the end in the show and the characters who are alive are probably going to be pretty similar. I think yeah. I think Dan I think da- Danny's on my list of I think she's going to die. Yeah. John is on my list of I think he's going to live. Bran is probably going to end up being king. I just <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and again, I'm fine with Bran becoming king as long as it's told to us in a in a way that makes sense, right? Yeah, I think that's a, why a lot of people had an issue with that was because it felt like it came literally out of nowhere. It's like, well, you have a good story, you have such a good story, they left you out for an entire season of the show, but and and you get to be and you get to be king. king. So yeah. <laughs> he is also out of an entire book too, but yeah. I, I think I'm fine with Bran becoming king. I mean, Bran's the first, the first chapter is Bran one. Mm-hmm. The whole idea of this entire thing sparked from George having an idea of a young kid yeah. watching his father have to behead someone. So I'm totally, I'm totally fine with that. But, you know, to come to circle back to Val here. Yeah. I mean, Val's relationship is, especially with John, which seems like the most likely is is going to be pulled by does john have a relationship with daenerys or not and i think no yeah because because you've got young young griff there uh you have that that likelihood i doubt it's going to be euron but you're right and and there's there's a possibility euron was going to be with cersei and so if you sub out danny for for cersei and king's landing and Euron seeking power and he's, he's right now he's sending i mean right now in the book he's trying to gain an a marriage alliance with with danny uh, sending his brother down and he's got dragon binder the horn and all that good stuff so yeah i'm with you i actually don't know that they are going to get together uh, they're going to be married and i think it'd be interesting to see it go a, a different way um here's something while we're on it by the way a couple really good comments about danny possibly dying in childbirth like her mother like liana and and, and so on which is which is interesting to to kind of keep in mind uh, i want to bring up the, another theory here just as we're talking about val uh so the idea the too long didn't read on this nice little thing i found on reddit and it's actually a compilation of theories and it's it's uh, a couple different really big time redditors but some guy pulled together what he thought were some of the most um you know logical best ideas and the too long didn't read is basically that val comes from an important wildling family there's a lot of royalty uh connections air quote royalty for for um for her there at beyond the wall 
And that's why people think she's important. John knows nothing <laughs> there. Uh, also, there is a string of evidence to connect her um, somewhat, uh, at least thematically, to Dana the Defiant, mother of Damon Blackfire. And I went, I read the whole thing, and there's some really interesting stuff in here about that, that kind of connection to Dana, uh, who was in the Maiden's Vault, who wears all white. Um, and, uh, Baylor was, she was a sister wife to, to, to Baylor. It's actually Aegon the fourth or Aegon, the, the Aegon of many bastards, right? He has all the freaking bastards. Um, and Damon Blackfire ends up becoming her is, is her son. So, but it, she, she's talked about being, you know, riding around on a horse, being really good with like, um, weaponry, uh, being defiant, right. And, and she wears all white. And that's like Val is also described always as wearing all white and having those similar characteristics. So when you look at like the Targaryen connection, I think a lot of people go back to if you wanted to know where in the Targaryen line would she be descended from, people say either Dana the Defiant or her sister who went on to have many other um, relationships. And, and also the fact that Damon Blackfire is exiled and the Blackfires are kind of fought uh, like that Bloodraven fought against them, that if val was a targaryen she might be of bastard blood maybe uh that she's not that she might be more of a, a blackfire than a targaryen or or what have you and maybe that is what took blood raven off of the wall and into wildling territory perhaps or something you know we, we don't we don't know but uh yeah that was one of the crazy tinfoil ideas that was out there for val's connection to the targaryen line or to the blackfire line it's so close there it being dana the defiant that and there's way more uh, other little tidbits when you read. There's like quotes and stuff that kind of line up with quotes um, for for Val's character. So kind of cool, cool connection. Yeah. Do you think she's a Targaryen? I don't. Do I, 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 I don't. Do I think she's a Targaryen? Um, interesting. See, th th this is it's, which it's, is the question. Which is the question you raise? We ra you have to raise about literally anybody's uh, identity yeah. in a Song of Ice and Fire because there's literally. I'm pretty sure that there is a Reddit thread out there somebody has written a theory at some point that would consider every possible character as a targaryen mm -hmm. oh well the crazy thing is i mean look at all the people who we already speculate you know mance being rhaegar right if, if rhaegar right. is up there and then he marries into a couple black fire slash tar dala right. and val there you go. I mean, if Sir Arthur Dane's up there or Gerald Hightower, I mean, it's like the list goes on of people like Blood Raven goes there. There's a bunch of I mean, here's here's the other thing to think about um, is that a lot of the Raven's teeth that go up with Blood Raven or these Targaryen loyal are uh, they right loyalists? Did they go to Molestown and have some children, some bastard children and, or on either side of the wall? Did they go north of the wall and have some bastard children that are actually Targaryen? Or uh, of of Targaryen slash Blackfire descent. I mean, it's possible, but um, yeah, yeah. Saw a theory that says Val's from Dorne. Well, some people say I, when I was reading the Reddit theories, one of them was like, "Is Val Sir Arthur Dane?" <laughs> like, just straight up, <laughs> someone just saying crazy stuff. Like, let's just real go, like, go nuts. I mean, they were right. kidding. You know, but, though, in all, in all, and I, I've, I've been meaning to do this, and I need, I need to, but 
the whole everyone thinking well, not everyone can have a secret identity and a song of ice and fire but there are already so many just flat out confirmed secret identities and then the ones that are like pretty 99 percent, and then you start to go down i want to do a big breakdown list just to show the idea that anybody's theory that somebody is secretly somebody else is totally valid because of the amount of secret identities we already have i mean um reek Bruce Bolt or, or, or Ramsey Bolton as Reek, right? There's he's pretending to be somebody else. Okay, it's confirmed he is somebody else. We see it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, even you know, even like Gendry, right? Gendry, we meet him. Okay, he's just this sort of blacksmith. Next thing you know, oh, turns out he's actually Robert Baratheon's son. Big deal. Like, so there's a lot of them out there of Jack and Hagar. Boom, there's another, he's a faceless man. We can change identities. Stuff like yeah. that. Blood Raven as Maynard or as Maynard Plum in yeah, in in that that's not like officially confirmed, but it's like ninety nine point ninety nine 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 you know percent. It's so incredibly obvious yeah that it that it's him. So there are tons of times where it's already confirmed that somebody is a secret identity. Uh, yeah. Artisan Whitebeard is Barris and Salmi. Okay, yeah. boom. Yeah, I mean there's so there's a lot of just already confirmed ones. So it totally valid you know valid. Uh, yeah, adds validity to anybody saying that somebody could secretly be somebody else. Right. The more of them there are from the author, right, the more likely that uh, we can start to, to guess. As to, there's the the Lem Lemon cloak, right? People are who is he secretly and, and all these different people who they are just who they are. Right. It's just said, well, it's just Lem Lemon cloak. But then there's all this right. little verbiage around it. Like where how did his cloak get that piss yellow? Was it once white? Was he a Kingsguard? So it's just crazy. You know? Yeah, uh, here we go. I have a theory that the bastard of S Sarah Snow and Jace Valerion went to the wall, but then broke his vow. Some wildling chicken had babies, Val and Dalla's grandsire. Wow. OK, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting. I mean, again, that's where I think if you if you go with that idea, you can you can also go with the idea that any of those those guys that came that were banished to the wall had bastards too you know what i mean they they still have that those uh targaryen blood or features or whatever um so yeah it won't surprise me if she is connected to to the targaryens at all and then john is too and they get together um that might be too much but i don't know i do think they're gonna get together i do think that uh, he and val i mean he he seems to really like her it's just gonna be interesting like now once he's brought back from the dead how does that uh make her feel and, and make everyone else be how does it change his character too right yeah i do i i think that john and val are going to end up together but i but she doesn't have to be a targaryen like john doesn't have to get with another targaryen mm. it was cool in the show because there weren't really any other options for daenerys but there are other options for daenerys in the books if she does want to come over and marry somebody well i mean matt let me let me throw something out here so if if john if if danny and john don't get together and danny takes over king's landing and she does her thing she's sitting on the throne and she wins or whatever and john wins everything for the north and he and val are there and they do their thing and rickon comes and helps and you've got the two different things going on and danny wants everyone to, to accept her as as the as as queen of all of westeros but people say there's a better claim john has a better claim than you do and they rally around the king in the north. Right. And he marches south and they meet at the trident and your last battle is there. Like if you wanted to do something similar to what the show does, they handle their their stuff in the north with with uh, Winterfell. 
She handles King's Landing, your two biggest locations that we go to quite a bit. And then they meet at the, at the Trident for some fateful battle, and he has to kill Danny. Um, John may then, have to march on Sansa. Yeah, I mean that would be crazy, right? If well, unless Sansa's already dealt with, uh, in, in you know she marries Young Griff, and then Young Griff just gets wiped out by Danny. So, <laughs> uh, wild. Yeah, the scene in the books where John says Val and Ghost look like they belong together says it all for me. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Yeah, that's kind of cool. And, it, you know, the other thing, too, is there are probably as much as we think George needs to start whittling it down, that does not at all toss out the possibility that he's not going to introduce more characters and completely new ideas into the upcoming books and what we, you know, what we saw on the show that could change everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems pretty likely that Melisandre is going to resurrect John. There could be another way of resurrection that doesn't involve Melisandre that we don't know about yet because he has it doesn't exist yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, something with Bran and, and Blood Raven or something, uh, some intervention. Yeah, that that could be great. They leave him out in the cold, you know, north of the Wall, and Ghost is with him and drags him by somewhere. some magical tree that we've never seen before, or something. And Benjen comes back, takes it, you know, <laughs> right? Blood magic, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Well, and actually, on that note, that we might have a new characters or new ideas or whatever, you know, George is just going to, there are going to be threads that, that just aren't, aren't tied up. There are things that just aren't going to be finished and he needs to come to some conclusion. And so I think with John and Danny is where we're going to get a lot of that characters will live on. Arya will go West of Westeros. Uh, Sansa will be queen somewhere and there'll be some, some resolution of, of some kind, but you need to have a big conflict in this bad boy. And then he can bring in those new individuals. He can bring in folks like Val, and then Val lives on. And there's there's a story for another time down the line. George is done writing it, but give the right to HBO. Let them tell that story, and and there and there we go. Weren't all the whites resurrected? What if John came back as a sentient white, like cold hands? Oof. Yeah. Well, someone uh, was talking about like would Val. Hmm, um. Oh gosh, I think it was Ryan was his comment about like if he if Val went north and she got killed, but then was resurrected and he had to fight and kill her, but right. he doesn't. Remember the whole was the the Knights King who has like the marries right. the the crazy ice, um, you know, Nisa, Nisa. yeah, yeah, exactly. So like that that could be they're both undead sort of thing, or they're both resurrected in two different ways, and and they <laughs> you know they unite. I, I mean, know. the other thing too, if the if the whole realm is just left it like it could be a scenario in which the whole realm is just left in like pieces by the time the whole thing is said and done and mm-hmm. so i mean if cersei goes crazy and blows up the sept of baylor what if it blows up more of king's landing like what if all of king's landing is just like decimated and gone so the only place left to go is winterfell mm-hmm. yeah yeah that could be that'd be interesting yeah we, we just we, we we think that's where our prize is and it's it's actually annihilated or it's in disarray and it's not even worth taking you know i even thought right. too if, people, if you wanted to show the mad queen situation but not really go crazy about it it's just like if it's totally occupied and she sees it as an occupied like a like a war like a, a city that should just be destroyed i don't know she could just wreck it and move on she might you know just say it's not worth it and set up seat at dragons you know her power seat at dragonstone and rule from there or something um i mean cersei's already talking about tearing down the like the hands tower and doing stuff and then if she blows up the sept and i don't know maybe she doesn't yeah. kill all those people i think that was a bit 
over over the top like innocent people i don't see her really doing that but but going crazy and going psycho on john because he has a better claim and somebody says right. he's you know, or even young or even young griff yeah 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 like possibly yeah yeah, I do think I do see a scenario in which Danny does lose a dragon or potentially loses her dragons. Um, and that I do I'm still a big believer in the idea of like the horns and matter. all of that stuff. <laughs> the horns de- oh, the horns are definitely gonna matter. Whether urine has dragon binder or I, I, I just like an idea that they're actually swapped and we think we're gonna blow one, but it turns out it's the other, and it's like, uh, what did we just do? Like type of yeah. a thing. Yeah. Um Unless the Horn of Winter does summon an ice dragon out of stone, which is something we've said, and that's the wall, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a, sort of an older theory people have talked about, the idea that there might be a dragon in the wall or something like that. Or maybe you can summon an ice dragon with it or something. But then it would be make sense that we know there's ice dragons out there in the, anyway. Um, so if it's then the battle like of the horns where it's the ice ice dragons versus danny's dragons or something like that yeah yeah that would that would be really cool that would be interesting to um to to see that matter you know i just real quick i was uh lady becky is in here and and toss something up i was i kind of just dismissed wait i'm sorry not that one where's the uh here we go uh mr amon had a bastard let me just i i first was kind of like like she's laughing about it but it goes back to my idea with val that Val might be a bastard of some of the men or the Targaryens or Targaryen loyalists who go north uh, at the wall. Like that isn't totally crazy. I mean, it's like, it's kind of of funny, but like at the same time, I mean, that's sort of the point is that the Raven's teeth and all those other, you know, it won't surprise me if some lower or lesser Targaryen uh, or a Targaryen bastard, that's what blood Raven is, you know, like, uh, so I don't know. Uh, He's legitimate. He's legitimized. That's true. He's he's uh, yeah. He's legitimized. Let's not forget. Uh, are there any theories around there surrounding the babies, Dallas and Gillies? You know, remember when the when the when the season eight was coming out and everybody thought Craster's baby yeah. had so much had was going to be so important, and yeah. then it didn't and it didn't matter. Um, but they did swap babies in the in the books, and there's uh, right. Manth Raider's baby and uh, Dallas. I mean, the only thing I can think of is that maybe it comes down to something where they do need King's blood and mm-hmm. they realize that the baby they've got, which would be, um, yeah. is Gilly's baby is, uh, doesn't have King's blood. Yeah. So just to, just a recap and we'll talk, we can weave some Val stuff in. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Here's Sona Dance. Uh, Dance with Dragons. Stannis is glad that Gilly has left the wall, considering her child to be an abomination born of incest. Uh, since Stannis believes that the infant remaining at Castle Black actually Gilly's child, so the one that's left there is Gilly's child, is the son of Manson Dalla. John protects the boy by explaining um, that the free folk do not have any hereditary, you know, the, the whole idea of, of a king's son. It's not, that's not how their hierarchy works, right? Uh, Val sings to Gilly's baby and refers to him as a little monster. 
Uh, Val thinks Melisandre is aware of John having switched the boys, and she advises John to keep Monster away from the Red Priestess. Uh, let's see, Lord Flint and Brandon Nori uh, each bring a wet, nor- a wet nurse when they travel to Castle Black for the wedding of um, Alice Karstark. Monster thrives under their nursing. Val objects to the boy being in the same tower as Princess Serene Baratheon. Why? Because of the grayscale. So she's per- very protective of Monster. And uh, Leathers thinks that uh, Toreg has taken a liking to one of Monster's milkmaids. Although John thinks uh, Tall Toreg prefers Val. So there you go. Just some crazy Swaparuski uh, there. And Val's trying to protect him. And the the boy who you know Mance's child is is gone is going south is gone with uh, Gilly and Sam and they're you know on the cinnamon wind and everything right yeah crazy here we go here's a comment I wonder uh, from the Pro Twenty Four says I wonder who exactly is going to die and wins at some point we should do like a mega breakdown of like okay in the event this actually ever happens because you and I did yeah. it for the show and we never actually yeah. went back and. We did like a fantasy draft. Who lives, who we were, dies. We were yeah. trying to draft people based upon if we thought they were going to live or not. And so it's like we wanted to have the most yeah. alive at the end. Yeah. Um. So just off the top of my head, characters who I think are going to die in Winds of Winter. Barris and no. Selmy. Okay. I think I think I think he's gone. He, I don't think he's going to die actually where he dies in the potential whatever chapters but i don't i just i could see a scenario he's old and there's war over there i think i think he's a goner yeah um ramsey and roose bolton both gone stannis probably gone Gone. (laughs) if we (sighs) serene oh yeah serene's gone She's, she's gone um patch face gone a lot of people on Arya's way over, uh, <laughs> uh yeah. way back, way back over, gone. Lady Stoneheart, gone. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Does Young Griff make it? Probably. Victorian Greyjoy and Arian Damphair, gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some other people just off the top of my head who I think are who I think are probably. A lot of people in Dorne are gone. Yeah, I, we've got big one. Big yeah. one for me is I think Cersei. I think Cersei's gonna die and in wins a winner. Wow. She's gotta go. I think she does have to go because I think we have to I think we have to shift in mm-hmm. I think that. I think that all of the King's Landing stuff is going to happen first, and then all of the Winterfell stuff is going to happen second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, either because I know people have talked about her retreating to the rock or something, but that just might be all of the freaking Lannisters. And then when she's she's out, uh, I'm Man- guessing Manderly. I don't know, man. I think he's I think he's making it. Yeah, it's crazy that that house just survives. They've relocated. They do their thing. I'm, but that would be crazy. He might. He might. Um, I mean. Now, what about uh, Tommen um, and Marcella? Yeah, you think gone? Got to <laughs> Marcella could be Marcella could be the one to get rid of Cersei. Wow, wow. Yeah, I mean, she could be convinced. She could. There could. There could be some. If her brother dies and she's on the way back, and you know, and or something happens to her prince, you know, yeah. John yeah, Connington. That, that, that'd gone. be crazy. 
whoa, what if the younger queen or princess is her own daughter? Her daughter. Whoa. Be crazy. <laughs> well, she's still alive and uh well she's unless she gets cat caught up by Dark Star, but I think Dark Star could be gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like they did like on the show they like uh Arya Hota, right? He gets killed, but maybe not. Maybe I mean maybe that's uh one of the Sansa makes does him dirty. I think the, I think the mountain's gone because I think I think Clegane Bowl is happening way way sooner. Yeah. Yeah, that, that yeah, for sure. Hmm. Man, we will have to what we'll do, we'll pull up. I mean, we can we can even do like that would be like an hour episode, but it'd be sick to do. Pull up all of them. All oh of so like like characters. all the major ones. There's just a crap ton of major characters, man. You just mentioned like the mountain and the hound, and you know, there's the hound supposed to be dead, right? But um, I mean, God, you, there's there's so many mentioned characters in the Brotherhood Without Banners. There's there's all the freaking you know phrase and and uh, Thoros of Mir, Thoros. Yeah, my God. I mean, the list it's extensive. We should literally just make a massive list and 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 go through them all. Tom yeah, and Marcella. Yeah, yep. Yeah, she could be Marcella. Could be. Okay. Yeah, man. Um I'll tell you, Val- I don't think I don't think Val's dying. I was gonna there. say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- so back to Val, we don't think she's gonna die, right? Val will be good to go, probably marries John. Uh I would love that. I want that uh in 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 some way. I just think it would be cool. She feels like, you know, there's the whole being stolen thing that he's he's stolen her in some way, and she likens him under ghost, and there's just a lot happening there. So um I think I think you know someone's broken down too. Even when John reads and talks about the pink letter to the wildlings, that she's already having talks with the wildlings to back him, and then doesn't you know get the plotting that's going on with the uh, Night's Watch or whatever. And I think when um, oh gosh, just blanked on his name, uh, Alistair Thorne, when when he gets back, I, th- I don't think he'd be happy with any of the stuff that goes on, right? I mean, you know. And we've all also talked about if he finds out that any of them are, are Targaryen, he's, he's possibly a Targaryen loyalist. So the events up there are going to be are going to be way different. And I, I see Val being heavily involved, you know. Yeah, I, I think Sir Alistair Thorne, when he gets back, is actually not going to be pleased with what went down. Yeah, that's that, and that people. That's something that's you're going to be unexpected. But like, no, this is not uh, this is not right. I've always gone back to the watch was threatened. You know what I mean? They threaten the pink letter threatens the Lord commander threatens to kill him. So that that's like one of those other things that have that like never happens. Right. So yeah. there's no, there's no precedent for that. I mean, other than like, if you're going, you know, King beyond the wall or whatever, but like someone in Westeros threatening to kill the Lord commander. Um, I say it's John is pretty rare. I'd say John is. Justified. I mean, if, if Alice or Thorne were Lord commander and some other person, he'd tell him, get ready then bring it yeah what what do you do okay if the old bear is still there and some random lord says like someone from skagos or or uh, the bolton you know that they they attack the wall they attack castle black and they threaten the old bear does he not have a right to defend himself yeah he definitely does the wall is under attack you know what i mean like so again the, the pink letter was just that this this threat but like I mean, the, the ultimatum was, or I'm going to cut your bastard heart out, right? So I, I, I say he's threatened. 
And I don't know that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's my my whole kind of uh, crazy thought on 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 the pink letter there, which we've done pink letter theories and some craziness. Probably we've definitely just, done. Probably just Lord Bolton, but um, who knows? That's that's a whole other whole other thing. But I think Val, uh, you know, knows a lot about that and is is plotting with the wildlings. I think I think she is is navigating the politics up there with Queen Salise, Melisandre, and everything really well. And we're going to see her become more of a leader of those of those people. So, so you think she you think she lives? Yeah, I think she. I think she lives, and I think I think she does sort of because she's got that direct connection to Dala. And even though, like, yes, the, uh, the, the John tries to explain that the wildlings don't like the reason you can't take monster or burn monster um, is that he's not. Well, we know he's not actually the son of Mance Raider, but then John explains that no, that's not how they do it. It's not a bloodline thing. And although they start to adopt some of the southern ways uh, in the, and i just i brought up the garrick um king's blood guy and his daughters are betrothed to the queen's men and to the queen's hand and so on so that's that's kind of interesting that th- some of them are adopting that so that's where i think val's got to kind of thread the needle like look um like she needs the wildlings to one pick her or choose her to be kind of their leader and then also she does have a connection to dala and mance so i don't know i feel like she's gonna be important she could be both and she's called the Wildling Princess. Yeah, I, I, because I, I ultimately think, I guess I ultimately just think she's going to be with John in the end, because I think John's going to still sort of have a, uh, he's going to end up being, I don't want it, and then be off mm-hmm. living in the Wildlings, whether he's it's because he killed Danny or or whatever. Yeah, John is king beyond the wall. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> right you know and he's got his wildling princess who becomes his queen i think there you go he goes off and lives his life and and he's done with all of it leave it all behind forget it all it's all ridiculous you know is is he the one is he the one to defeat the main white walker but i think i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be euron i think it's gonna be total total i mean talk about total totally different yeah like Euron coming coming to winterfell or euron's gonna be the sort of night king like like the bad guy like the, the, the bad guy, the bad bad guy, guy. Who, can, who can control right oh do you think he's going to be the bad guy that john has to fight or that he's going to fight then like a a representative of the um because they you know they have that thrall like thing like like each of the big right they haven't right. done that in the in the things and we yeah. haven't seen anybody who sort of leads the white walkers although we also right. haven't seen many white walkers in the books we've only seen like Two, I think. Also, right now the wall is still up. Maybe they're. Just, maybe we're just good. Maybe we can just defend the wall, and they don't. Make How many it. White Walkers have we seen? Because a lot of we see we see some in like Brand's vision in the show. We see Hard Home is where we see a bunch of them, and that hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think the only I think the only ones we see are the ones where we see at the the very beginning, the opening, yeah, the others, yeah, yeah. and then. I'm trying yeah. to remember does it does the scene of sam yeah 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 i think sam sam the slayer he still kills yeah. one right yeah he still kills one yeah 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 that's right yeah which is crazy crazy so like that's it right so you know what quite honestly right now they, they seem like a, a bit of a joke all right so i'm not too worried about them all right 
they're killing people and there's an army of, of, of crazy zombie like things or whatever that I don't know that they have. Um, now they did show it was, it was neat early on. I don't know where this has gone. Like, like this is the problem that you, that you have a little bit. Like Matt, you talked about this. We were talking about wheel of time is like, you got to build the villain, right? So we're building the winter. We're building all these, the, the great other and the others a little bit, but uh, it is just really kind of, I feel like we need more. I feel like it needs to, that we need to start to see them. Um, yeah, right now I'd say our main villain is Cersei. Yeah. But we don't we we still we still sort of lack the yeah. bigger end game beyond the beyond the beyond wall. Beyond the wall. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I that's that's where I'm at. I, I don't know like if like do we need more of that? And you know what? Maybe if you don't do that, you see how it's not becoming like maybe that's not what George does. It's like he's like, you're just getting to look in on this world. There's fights going on over here, there's stuff happening over in Essos, there's stuff happening in King's Landing, and no one thing is like one great battle to end it all. There's just a, there's this long night that maybe was um uh I don't know. I I feel like it might be a little uh, I, I don't know that not as uh, big and grandiose as, as we think it's going to be, as or we think it's going to be, or you don't need dragons to fight them. And that's why Danny doesn't, doesn't make it up there. Like what would be, here's something that's interesting too. And kind of um, something George might do is all of the stuff, the prophecy and the Prince who's promised and all this stuff that Rhaegar is fighting for. He steals Liana. They want to make the song of ice and fire, all those things, th- the, the third head of the dragon. And it really comes down to the person who they make Jon Snow, um that their child doesn't want it doesn't want any of it you you wanted him to be the prophesied one and he's like i'm good and he rolls out and he rolls north like that kind of does make sense to me uh, and i just don't really know how the whole danny him connection or or, or collision is going to work but still um yeah man it's it's uh i just don't know that it's going to be as grandiose in winterfell as well with the dragons i guess maybe it might be just minus the dragons and they um they're able to kind of get Skagos involved, get the Knights of the Vale involved, get the wildling army there and stuff. And Val's a part of it. So here's a scenario in the, in the event that John does get with Danny, what happens to Val? John gets with Danny. Um, and does she just die along the way. Uh, gosh. Or it's like, not, a, it doesn't matter. It really comes out like matter. what happened. Yeah. What happens to the wildling people? Like someone has to be, do they just, do they just, I guess Tormund could lead them. Right, Tormund leads them. Um, it, Mance is still around, presumably. The pink letter says otherwise, but I mean, he could still be there to to lead them. Uh, they become a uh, kind of not not I don't want to say like enslaved people, but like they they basically are going to have to go to certain lords, or they're going to have to like integrate, but also be kind of not fully integrated because right now you're getting this whole kind of like they're wildlings and they want to keep their own identity. Like, is there a little cutout nation that they can make? I don't know. Um, they have no home. They're a wandering people. And do they need a leader? Do they not? I, it's, it's really kind of a, uh, John wants that. I think John wants that for them. And there's the gift, right? Which is just South of the wall that you could kind of use. But I'm more, I worry that if they, that if they go deeper South and they go as a group, that they might be an oppressed people, you know, and that they, uh, even though they're hardened people that they might not, and that we've been warring against them for so long. Look how hard it is for the night's watch to let them through. And queen Solis is trying to just seize them as a group to use and as, as a, as a powerful group. And so I feel like Val might try to protect them from that. Tormund might do that. Uh, how much of your identity do you want to lose? If you're the wildlings, they don't, they bend the knee to no one. 
right. except for they are bending the knee because they have to like, you know what I mean? Right. It's, it's, it's crazy. So I, I don't really know what's, what's going to happen to the, to the wildling people. I feel like a lot of them are going to die. I, buddy, at one point in the show, we had the Dothraki up at Winterfell, right? Weren't they there? Yeah. In the show? The Dothraki. They're there. The member, Melisandre, comes yeah. out and she lights all their swords oh, on fire. Oh my God. Yeah. Her one. They ride, they ride forth and then they're gone. And then they're just, they, they're gone. It just doesn't pay off. Like this, there's so much that I, doesn't. I still, I still, I thought it was cool. And it was cool because we were watching it live and we had no idea what was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it's just like, dude, I uh, like and the stakes were as high as they could possibly be. Yeah, um, that's true. They never needed a king. Yeah. Only united them to flee south um, so they could get south and, and then they won't need a leader. Uh, yeah. Do they? My, my, I guess my thing is like, where where do they live? Do they they live inside of a lord's land and they hunt his deer and his pe- I feel like that's going to cause some 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 trouble like they might end up um especially if they are in a, in a concentrated group if they stick together but i don't know maybe there's not enough of them that it's really going to matter and the and the and there's room for them in the north to have a little bit of a cutout but uh yeah i don't know they don't they don't kneel they don't pay tax are they gonna pay taxes are they gonna you know um that's not their way so i just right. foresee trouble i mean that's again that's all post all this chaos and the war that's happening right now they're just sort of refugees you know moving in here and um yeah, and they have to kind of figure out where they belong. Right now, they're rallying behind John. They're ready to go south. They're ready to get behind him and take on the likes of Winterfell, right? And and do and do whatever. So their people need to survive. Um, I don't know if they're living to fight another day. Fight the like John's trying to unite them. They're, they're the army of the living against the army of the dead. Well, John's dead, right? What if George just pulls a big major rug pull on us and like Stannis survives and wins and takes Winterfell, and then it's like. All bets are off now. Yeah. Because... <laughs> yeah. Because it uh, does seem like he's going to win. And that's a big curveball. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a big curveball. It does seem like he's going to win that that battle and that he might even I don't know. If, I think Ramsey has set out against him, I think. Um, but regardless, he's got the phrase coming head headstrong and he's got the holes in the ice. He's between the two ponds. And I think he's going to be fine. It's just what happens after that. And can they survive all of the crazy winter conditions? Um, and actually, there's the weird, crazy line with Justin Massey where he says, it, there may come a time when you have heard that I have fallen. It's as if Stannis knows, man. It's that, like, see, that's the kind of stuff that I feel like George has a few secrets in the bag. And what George has said, he flat out gave. I believe this. Like maybe there are a few things that in the ending for HBO for season eight that did that do happen or will happen slightly differently. But I think he said in his mind, I have two endings. I'm only going to write one. Wouldn't it be cool if the show did another and people can debate which is better, which is exactly what he said in an interview. He's like, I think it'd be kind of cool. We'll see. The problem is we just, you know, I don't know if George is now influenced by what he saw there right. and he's going to, and he's trying to move it a different way or, but he did lay the foundation to say, because a writer can do that. They could have two, three possible different endings that they're, that they're thinking about, and they've got to get behind one. They've got to finish, and they've, they've, they've got to write that down, and that's going to be your story. But he had an opportunity to say, here's a thought. Here's a thought. Here's an idea I had. There's evidence for it in the book. 
there is a, there is a path forward with that because authors do that. They leave back doors, side doors, ways in which they can move around as things evolve, especially someone like George who writes that way. So, yeah. Yeah. The question here, do you think the long night will come at the end of winter winter or somewhere in a dream of spring? I think the long night will be one freaking night and that's it. It's going to be a one freaking battle thing. I don't even know. It just, it's to me, I feel like over time it, it from what I saw on the I, show. I think know. winds of winter ends with the wall coming down, King's landing blown up. Jon Snow proclaimed King in the North Daenerys stepping foot on Westeros. Okay. That's of course volume two of Winds of Winter. Yeah, right. After he splits it into two books. Yeah, which he will do. So we got three books, maybe four coming. Cheesy cow. Um yeah, no debate the Gurm ending will be better. Yeah, and I don't think he Absolutely. gave him the better one. I think he gave him like a preliminary idea, uh, or even just just some points that he's been like, you know, this character, like they'll be similar, um, but also very, very, very different. And they could even be totally different i mean i'm not even throwing that out there but whatever he told them they did use some of the bullet points that george gave him which is interesting but i think he had this set of bullet points for this ending and i think he had this set of bullet points for this ending i think george had straight up alternate endings you know he's a guy who wants to write for tv he's always been into that kind of thing and 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 likes the idea of it he grew up around uh director's cuts for superman and you have two different endings like completely different vision with the producers and stuff it's it's wild we just watched rise of skywalker likely two to three different ways that was supposed to go down you know so why couldn't an author have multiple uh different ways which ones he wants yeah right here another question what if what if george does the five-year time gap after wins and before dream i i don't think he can i think that he's already said i think he's already shown us that he's not going to because I think that that's why a big a big one is that it seemed like Edric Dane was going to be far more important and perhaps being essentially the Dark Star character, mm-hmm. and because and so he introduced characters like Dark Star that were older he, more that so. were older because he needed them he needed him to be aged up or something. Yeah. Now could he could he change his mind and go back to like maybe he pushes it back like maybe he needed some events to to happen like matt saying with dark star or some of those other older characters and rolls them in and then i I like becky's next point which was just that like the realm recovering from the long night but the political turmoil still bubbling away um that after all of this yeah that you flash forward and maybe the characters are reflecting back on the five years and the turmoil that happened afterwards and stuff i'd be cool with it if there's a way to do it i i would i'd be interested to see if he if he does it um it almost would feel like yeah like midway in the series would have been the point to kind of do it it feels kind of awkward in it being the second to last book and then him going into the next one unless he's going to cut both of them up into four unless we have four books coming you know there's no there's no way (laughs) there's there's zero there's just i just i see zero chance that we get that we get four that we get four yeah i'm just thinking the next two volumes like does he split up Winds of Winter into one in volume one and two, and the last one into one and two. Like, is that how much, you know? I don't the think like, I mean, just the likelihood of him having four books when it seems like we can't get one is hey, just. What if, Matt, what if that fever that he got into for a Storm of Swords, what if that fever comes back? 
what if George just gets on fire and he just starts riding up a storm? Sorry, guys, I'm getting pumped just thinking about George. <laughs> you imagine George just sitting in there on his typewriter and all of a sudden he goes into like his eyes roll back in his head. And it's just wide-eyed George, and he's just flying. Have you ever the have you ever seen the Conan O'Brien skit where he's talking about George R. R. Martin writing the final book? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure if I have. Have you ever, have you ever seen it? You know what? Yeah. We'll 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 pull it up here. Maybe we'll mm. get flagged. Maybe we won't. I don't know. But I'll. That's yeah, fine. I'll, I'll pull it up here. It's an older YouTube video. Mm-mm-mm. It's it's hilarious. Well, I remember the one where is it? This isn't the one where he's bouncy, is it? It is. It's the one where he's bouncy. Oh, have is you, it? Okay. You... Let's see it though. I want to see it. Pull it up because that was that's the only thing I remember was someone saying that. Uh, Hold on. Let me. I need to. Sh- I need to do it right here. That that he felt. Because I need. Because I'm seeing share. it, guys. I can see it. You know, him in this fever. Can you hear him? Everybody knows Game of yeah. Thrones based on the novels by the greatest fantasy writer of our time, George R. R. Martin. Yes. Now. Yeah. We, yeah. We were really hoping George could be here tonight, but we were told this is true that he couldn't come because he's holed it's up so at his absurd. house. Let's go. Very hard on his latest book, The Winds of Winter. So also, this video is like six years old. Game of Thrones. Oh my god. <laughs> now, I'm a oh huge, my god. I'm a huge GOT fan myself. <laughs> yeah. That You'll never a- figure out what that means, Andy. <laughs> I really saved a lot of time. It really did. My smirking afterwards cost us 40 minutes. <laughs> now, I'm a big fan, uh, and along with everyone else, I'm dying to know how George is progressing with the book. So even though it's illegal, here's what I did. I hacked into George R.R. R. Martin's home security system. I've been recording him all week. I haven't seen the footage yet, but I'm excited to see how he's getting along with the book. Let's yeah. check it out. Let's yeah. see what this is, this is probably out. what's still happening. Looking, looking. At a, yeah. oh, that's not a good sign. Oh, God. That is not. He's, blo- he's, he's not blowing bubbles, man. That's not. Oh, boy. Does not look productive. That's just not helping, George. Maybe he's, I don't know. Oh, for God's sake. Come on, sake. man. Jesus. That's not helping in any way. Get the book. Maybe he's thinking about Val right there. I think he's thinking. Okay, Andy. he looks. He might, he's he might have an idea. He's walking around he's his house. It. Okay. Yes, I think he's yeah. got an idea. He's gonna George go write it down. R. Martin has an idea. He's this walking around. Oh, Here we go. Oh God, he's on the drum. <laughs> All right. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let's see. Let's. He's gonna get to work soon. He's pretty good on the drums. You know he's gonna get to work very soon. Is this his actual Is house? Because he's been on the. Sh- he's been on that show. No. Oh my God. Oh God. Oh God! God there we go. Great. He he just he just yeah. he just jumped into a pool. You know, I mean, I was. What does that mean? Old that he left his house this morning, huh? Oh, oh yeah. So, so I sent a camera crew out to follow him. I hope he's working on the book. Do you think really this is what actually out. happens on a day to day with George? Okay, he's thinking. Okay, look, he's That's in a, a park. He's outside. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Okay, he's sitting down. I got. I got to think about this for a second. Oh my goodness! Come on, man, dude. <laughs> the fact that this was six years ago, it's insane to think about. Is that? Oh he's my god. He's not Annie's dad. He's dead. Oh god. Wait, yeah, 
He's at, where is he now? Oh, he's buying oh my God. another R. Why? How many what? does it mean? What? He's buying another R. It's hilarious. It's so ridiculous. Oh, my God. Betha, shout out. Maybe he's finally getting down to work. Let's go live. Let's Here we go, man. To. Look, this see as this is what maybe we'll finally get wins of winter. Oh, I mean, no you know. Win. Oh god. Oh god. Jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cow. And that is why we don't have wins of winter, man. I just, you know, George is just out there bouncing around. But what then, if everything we saw had some symbolic sort of connection? So does someone dive into a pool of water in winds of winter? Maybe. You know, is Maybe. someone jumping from another tower in winds of winter? You know, maybe the, maybe the little truck, maybe he's, the remote control truck he's playing with is like, yeah, well, you see, it's really here's here's the horses that come in and they're coming in. Right. And they're going to take over. There's the, a I charge that who rolls down a hill and ends up right. Is there is there and then gets up and falls down Rainy's Hill? You know, is there something Visenya's Hill? Which one was it? I don't know. This is why we <laughs> this is why we don't have winds of winter. God, dude. Oh, what a shame. What a freaking shame. Have uh, you ever seen the clip of him with Stephen King and he asks Stephen King how he writes so fast? Yes, and I have. Stephen, and Stephen King's like, I write three pages a day. And George is like, well, you know, I get around. Yeah. I, do, I do some bouncing. I play on the drums. And then, you know. I... Yeah. You know, in all seriousness, I really think the show killed it for him. Kill, yeah. I do. I don't think... I actually think had the show not have gone on and they have just picked up on this later once he had finished it or been even closer to the ending, I think it would have been fine because he felt like he had years to write. But man, here's the problem. Once we start, once we got those winds of winter preview chapters, they were so late and there was so much that hadn't been done. And you and I sat there and we said, when he finally got in the cabin over the pandemic, we were like, it's the first time he's touched winds of winter in years. I think so. I think full calendar years went by and he didn't write a word on it. I'm not going to lie. I I, and I think that's just because I think he got depressed and was discouraged by the pace of the show. And I really think he lost it. I think he honestly lost his, his mojo with it, which is well, okay. But. That and also I think my guess is my guess is a few things happened because he was writing for the show because he wrote mm -hmm. episodes for the first four seasons. Yeah. And then it was like clearly, you know, because Fire and Blood came out and it was like, okay, that's cool. So clearly at some point somebody hit him up and said, hey, we want to do this Fire and Blood Targaryen anthology thing. And so it also could just be that the success of Game of Thrones was so massive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how do you what do you do it's like you're the work that the, the work that you will be known for forever which mm -hmm. i honest to god believe on some level george never thought that would be the thing that makes him as big yeah. as he was because every interview you watch with him he's a sci-fi guy he's not really a fantasy I think he's, guy i think he's project. more i think he's more into sci-fi than he is into fantasy and it just kind of yeah. got so it's kind of like how Patrick Stewart, 
who is like an absolutely amazing actor and has done like plays and all of this stuff over his career, right? But the thing that mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart will always be known for is Star Trek and X-Men. And it's like yeah. he's like one of the best actors in the of the last century. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've seen him and I've seen some like plays he's in and some other productions and you know and it's like the thing that he the characters he will be known for are yeah. John Luke Picard and Professor Xavier. It's like pretty awesome characters. But I know. They are awesome characters. You know what but I mean? No, I know. It's I like, know. Yeah, I know. But, right. Yeah. It's just kind it's, of it's it's, it's like I think that might be the same might be the same thing. It's unexpected. That's that is the thing. Yeah, like like um Ian McKellen, uh, Gandalf, and and you know, so I, like just all the things that like these were great actors that in their in their uh, in their youth they did tons of of really really cool stuff. But like it's also proximity to these these other shows and projects have come out uh, more recently. But yeah, uh, George, I think at one point he mentioned like this was something a story he had in it was in put away. Like he came back to it, he jotted some things right. down, came back to it years later, and then I I don't know. I think it just it caught fire, and like he said, Storm of Swords is really where it where it was at. He hit that and it was just awesome. We were off to the races and it was fantastic. So, um, but uh, yeah, Betha mentioned that like for, for over like what, 2016, he, he said he was mm-hmm. nearly finished. I think Matt that, and I hate to say this, but um, I think you can say he was choosing his words wisely there and nearly finished in his head or nearly finished on the computer. I don't know, man. I don't think it was. I and I know I know he said that. I, he said he would come out from time to time, and and Beth is right and would say those things. And I was like, um. And then to see us where we're at and how how much he wrote in that cabin, how close is he? Like, because we were, we gave up on the a couple years ago. We were like, ah, oh, twenty nineteen, absolutely. It's coming out this year, guys. Twenty twenty, no. Twenty twenty one, no. Is twenty twenty two the year? I mean, that's to where at 10 plus years. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been, it's been 10 years since dance of dragons. Yeah. 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 So, and again, I, it's, it's the show. I think it just it shut the whole thing down, killed it. But like the I, problem in a the, good way though, I mean, cause the game of Thrones oh, is yeah, like the most great. successful show ever. The other day great. we did, we looked at the, I looked at the Emmy nominations or whatever that is like game of Thrones has like, in eight seasons, I think it's like 230 some Emmy win or award Academy Award wins. Like the second most ever is like 167, and it's The Simpsons, which has been on for 30 years. Yeah. So I mean, it has almost like twice as many as The Simpsons, mm-hmm. which has been on for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And had a like super. I mean, The Simpsons had like a mega run from like I think it's like season two to season eight. I mean, it was like crushing it in awards. And Game of Thrones like destroyed everything. So I mean, it's there's never been a show at the scale of Game of Thrones. Yeah, probably might not ever be again. Right? No, no, it's gonna be hard to hard to hard to cap to that because it was also so good. And one one of the things that really drove it was no we one knew know. the ending. That no, was no. what it was, a hundred percent. And then we got it, and now we still don't have the book. And it would have been really cool. Like people were talking about how the market was there for him to have finished this. Like, could he have landed Winds of Winter? And then kept up and actually dropped his ending a year later or like hyped it and said, okay, season eight is over nine or 10, whatever he thought was going to come to. And then say, bam, now the sales are going to be hot. I'm going to put out my ending and talk about the differences and all that stuff would have been, would have been awesome. But, but uh, that ship has long sailed. 
So. Yeah, I mean, I think that House of the Dragon is the best thing to happen for him because he doesn't really have to be as involved Yeah, with it. And it's not like, oh, they're racing me. They're racing an outline that I did. Yeah. So I feel like the pressure's off now. Yeah, me too. To me finish. Too. To finish, yeah. which is the best. Which I think that we'll, we'll see an update from George like after one season of House of the Dragon and he'll... And and he'll give us an update and he'll be like, wow, I can't believe that he actually made such a big sort of. He made he made he made progress on the book as as he as much progress as he did, because it'll be the pressure's off. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons that's one of the reasons I'll give J.K. Rowling some credit. I mean, yeah, she was writing those books when the movies were coming out and she had to stay ahead of them. I mean, that's a that's that's hard pressure pressure really hard right and all the hype and everything that was going on there was tons of publicity people outside her house everywhere she was she just was that was crazy so i cannot remember i will say i cannot to the life of me remember another time in my life in which people went to midnight book releases ever yeah ever i mean i mean i know i know i know i mean it's like the demand for the, the demand for those was so high yeah and so it's not like I, I I mean, I guess I'd have to go and look at other authors and publish works and look at like, has has there ever been another scenario in which somebody's writing the books for a movie or something? Because normally the way it works is you write the books, it gets a movie and that's sort of it. It's never mm-hmm. really a situation where they're not done. Mm-hmm. They're going to and, and it takes off. The only time the only two scenarios I can think of is Harry Potter and Game of Thrones. Yeah, I, yeah. If you guys think of other maybe ones, the expanse, I think maybe the expanse. I'm unfamiliar with it, but I think it's oh, maybe like books I yeah. Are, books are still coming out for it. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, that yeah, you're right. Now the other thing too is like George is writing, and I think he was doing it for fun. Lady Becky was mentioning this a kind of a hobby thing that like he was taking his time because it was complex. He was saying, "I want to make the most complex, intricate. Watch right. this. It's like his little just been playing around, messing with it, and then literally." starts a fire and everyone's like we want it now we want everything now and he's like i was just screwing around <laughs> like what's going on here whereas yeah. uh, like i feel like with harry potter i mean i don't know that was it's a different word count it's a different type of complexity but still the Definitely. pressure the pressure was there though it really is the pressure was still there and uh it was it was finished so um yeah wasn't the expanse written by one of george's editors i, I think it was yeah i'm on i'm unfamiliar but i think there is some sort of connection yeah there so i i mean gosh dude, would it be crazy would it be nuts if this was the year 2022 2022 what if this is it man somebody ran if, some sort of computer algorithm that said that i think 2022 would be the reason i don't know how what they ran it on i remember seeing it as like in the thing let me see if i can find it gosh i just i man he said no one else is going to finish it. No one else can. So. I don't know. Brandon Sanderson's pretty good at finishing stuff. Well, I know, but he, I think, I think, I don't think he's going to let any, I think that's the thing is he's not letting it be finished. I think he was, I not correct me if I'm wrong. I thought he said, no, Mm-mm. like, I don't think, I don't even know if that's, I, I could just, that could be one of those rumor things you see on Reddit or whatever. I don't even know, but that made me go, come on. Like I'm rooting for him. Let the man work. Put him back in the cabin. Feed him. Hydrate him. I'll stand there with with a big old leaf and just... And say, it's time. 
Cool him off. Yeah. Let's get it going. Let's go. If I need to hype him, I, I'll be his hype man. I will be. I can help him trim stuff. Like there's a lot of stuff we can get rid of. Yeah. Yeah. But at the, but at the same time as it's like, you always say, what I mean, would you rather have the book come out and it not be as magical and as good as it should be and have it or wait? Because I think now he knows this is his masterpiece. Could be. Right. This could be like this could be a great masterpiece. The show did what it did, but Matt, if he wants to, he can thread such a needle, right? Something that uh, he he's threading needles better than you know, old Nan. He will be. I mean, this will be the the needle of all needles. Well, he's racing against the clock. He is, but you know, maybe I don't know. I feel like. Yeah, Lady Becky. Yes, give me the book. Let's go. I I, I want it, and I, I I hope we, I hope we get it this year. I f- he's had. The, I mean, the pandemic. I mean, he said he was in a like a the the fever was back. The I think the best thing to do at this point would be just release House of the Dragon Part One, if you want to call it that, or add another book. He's got to have half a book written. Oh, you mean Winds of Winter Part One? Yeah, 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 for sure. Especially if you're going to split it, like there's no reason the last two books couldn't be volume one, volume two, because because the hype will never have been as high as it would be would be to release it. I mean, if I were George right now, actually, I would wait to release it just a bit because I wouldn't want to release it before House of the Dragon to kind of pull away from it. Mm -hmm. But you could release it after House of the Dragon comes out half the book if you have it. Yeah uh here's a cool uh betha again coming in clutch here rumors are germ rewrote Tyrion danny's plot multiple times in winds he was struggling with the so-called uh the the mirror he's not yeah yeah or the the yeah marine thank you um so he, he that's interesting because i often uh talk about the idea that like you would think i mean these these plot lines don't get like more streamlined and straightforward they get more complicated that's what he does, like, like he's, I feel like he just, right. keep, I mean, well, especially Danny's, like you brought in his dar, the green grace, uh, you, you've got, I mean, you've got some, all sorts of the, the, the sons of the harpy going on. You've got all the, the, um, the tattered prince, you've got Quentin down there. I mean, you threw a hole. There's just a ton of people showing up. People just keep showing up. Barrison Selmy showing up over there. Tyrion showing up. Quentin showing up. And just just more and more and more and more. It was pretty simple, and it's gotten more complex. Maybe on the other end of this, like the, all the people we have around Cersei are dying, being killed off, and the things in King's Landing are becoming more and more straightforward. Perhaps I don't know, but it is. Uh, it seems to be doing this, and uh, like spreading out, and not doing this, this, or not you know bow tie. I don't know. That's that's just the way he writes, and that's why like some things will be unfinished, and that's okay. Just. Some like Quaith, Quaith may, may never come back to it. Right. It's just that, yeah, the only problem is that, I, I, well, I not the only problem. A problem is that now a lot of the other areas of his work are getting bigger and bigger and more excitement. He's going to have to finish those too because he's going to have to outline Dunkin' Egg if they're going to turn it into an adaptation. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is what he's likely to do, which means I definitely don't think we're ever getting those. I don't think we're getting the tales of Dunkin' Egg. No. Just like finished from yeah. George. Here you go. I think yeah. it's going to be just we have our stories and then TV adaptation the way through. Yeah. 
which I mean, I'm fine with. Like, you go look at the Fantastic Beast movies. I mean, mm-hmm. she's wor- she's working on those. Are they as good as the original? No, but uh, yeah, there's a story. It's still though, it's still from it's still from the the main the main author, right? So it's still the, right. Like, so you got the endorsement. It's got the stamp. It's got the the uh, you know collaboration effort, all that stuff, which is cool. That's for all the history stuff and all that all those things. Right. I'm cool with all of that. Just like, would you feel as bad about the sequels if george lucas had written them even though the, if they came out the exact if they were the exact same thing we got even if they were produced by disney but george lucas was the one that wrote them would you feel as bad about it uh here's my uh, that, is that <laughs> there is no way one man i know right such a catastrophe uh which is the thing but yeah i would I, I would be like oh he's lost a step you know i'd be like that's that's bad um because <laughs> right. they're bad but that's the problem. Yeah. So I, uh, that's why what, for, for his series, just for a song of ice and fire, you want that to be a George started, George finished. And then then it's finished. And all of these spoiler stuff that's going to come out in the hedge night series, or um, that might be incorporated into the set, volume two of house, of the dragon or whatever fire and blood, you know, then that's whatever. That's just leave that up to the studio. Let them make more content. If he's cool with like, if he's cool with season eight being an alternative ending and, selling the rights and all that, then you know right because he's people... also working george is working on so much stuff right now he's working on elden ring that big video game which by the way looks freaking awesome yeah yeah uh by the way he's like he's although he has said a little bit like that he's just helping them with lore and stuff like that he's not like you know yeah sitting there going over every single thing they sort of hired him to help him with lore and stuff i'm actually trying to look he owns like he bought like a railroad i'm just i'm trying to see like the last thing he actually said about winds of winter um i think it was a while ago because remember last year we were getting updates like pretty regularly anytime yeah. we get an, an update by george and he's like i've written chapters and stuff like that's like it's good but when the time goes by the stretches of when he's talking about wins to when he's not leads me to believe he's not even touching it not because it seems it. like when he does he's like oh yeah i did something and he wants to let people know about it that's exactly and you go back and look at not a blog and years went by right so the, so the last time he mentioned it was november 20th um it was when he bought like a railroad he's like into being a conductor which is why he's got the conductor hat you know mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. um he's saying all this stuff he's like i i am working yes not but just not on the railroad i am i have been writing winds of winter and that's the only thing he says about it then he goes on yeah. to talk about other other stuff but that's that's the last mention from george yeah uh, we're in january I, and that was november so uh, here we go this is right here i think it's going to be released in 2023 so you got uh the pro 24 mentioned in this an announcement coming later this year in 2022 i hope i hope that is exactly what happens um and i'd be totally fine with that let's go make the announcement here say it's coming in 2023 december 2023 coming out right (laughs) two more years i'm fine with that yeah if he told me if if whoever who is it random or penguin whoever whoever the publishing company is yeah if you said 2020 you could tell me that winds of winter is done and it's coming out in 2025 right Mm -hmm. i'd be fine with it yeah i'm i'm i'd be fine if you said he's written the whole he's written the whole thing like it's done, but the editing process is going to take a while and we're going to have to figure out how many books we want to turn to. And we're not, you're not going to see them until 2027. 
that's I mean, like almost at the end of this decade, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd I would say I'm fine with that. But it's yeah. more the is it ever gonna come out thing. Yeah. That I think causes people to be uh, know. Uh, you know. Yeah, if you knew it was twenty twenty seven and you said you're gonna have the whole thing and it's it's everything you want. Um all right. Fine. Fine. Okay. Settle Sweet. it down. I'm yeah. down. I'm ready. We'll I'm find pumped. something else to to it's, entertain ourselves you know, with. Five yeah. years away, but I'm but I'm that's fine. I'm fine right. with that. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy, but you're right. You're right. I would be I'd be good and I'd say let him write. I'd say what does he need? Does he need some hype? Yeah, so here yeah, so here's a question. And I think I'll make the, I'll turn this into a poll too. Would you rather wait as we are now with the possibility that we could get wins, say next year? Or would you rather know that it's done and not get it until say 2027? Wow. Wow. So rather know that it's done. And so wait. you it's so, so you, we're told right now it's done, but you can't see it. You can't touch it until 2027, which is five years away. Mm-hmm. Or you could get it anytime. You could get it this year, could get it next year. You know, it's kind of like Dwight in the office. It yeah. could be three months. I could see that. Could yeah. be four months. Possibility, possible, right? You know, possible, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It could so, be. You know, the crazy thing is, I'm going to go ahead and say, I'd go with option number two, which is, let me know that it's done and I'll get it at that time because we've already been doing the, well, it could be this year. It we, right. we, He has said, winds of winter will be out next. I mean, he has said these things. He said that he like feels like it's going to be finished 2016, all this kind of stuff. It's gone on year after year after year after year after year. And then eventually, remember, Matt, he finally said, I'm done saying when it's right. coming out. I'm right. not going to say already, we've, we've already spent a decade. Yeah. Ten years. Yeah. Think about think about what's happened in ten years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ten years ago, I don't think Instagram existed yeah. in 2020. I think Instagram was like 2014, 2015. Holy Instagram, Instagram didn't exist. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, I love Instagram. I know, but TikTok didn't. You know, yeah, I mean, you just think about a lot of the things we have now. Right, right. HBO Max streaming services. A lot of these streaming. Netflix was like yeah. just getting going in 2012. Sending you stuff in the mail. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I don't know. I, I'm with you on the whole. I would like to just know that it's done and just sit and wait because we've already had years of this and it's just gotten frustrating. You know, it's just well, it could be this year could be later it could be whatever just and that's why i'm glad he did stop actually smart because he was like somebody just said just stop promising it just stop because take your time and i'm 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 good because he was putting pressure on himself which you know it's that whole psychological thing man you know that causes you to not be able to perform sometimes when you're stressed out like that okay right uh crazy awesome all right guys well, I think we can end the end the uh, winds of winter blues. We got every at the beginning of every year. We got to get the winds of winter blues out. Get them out of the know? way. Yeah, get them out of the yeah. way. Maybe this is the year. Yeah, the time's yeah. never been better. Actually, you know, the perfect no. time would be at the end of House of the Dragon. By the way, winds of winter, it's done. Announced. Yeah, Jan- he might be Janu- sitting on that January, knowledge right now. January twenty twenty three. Yep. Yep. 
Crazy. When was it that he said that we could lock him up if he didn't release it? Like 2016. Yeah, 2016, <laughs> 2017. Then he said he would have it at some conference that didn't. It was Worldcon. It was supposed to happen. He was supposed to go there. COVID shut it all down. Um, he wasn't going to have it there. He wasn't going to have it. There. It's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, you know, uh, great, yeah. great, great. awesome, awesome. Well, hey, thanks to everybody. Uh, we had definitely had some new people in here, so that's always fun, always yeah. awesome. As and I will be coming back with a lot more stuff. We get it. We're gonna do our continue on with our House of the Dragon sort of um, fire and blood yeah. breakdowns. But uh, I put a poll out there, and you guys all said you wanted us to talk about Val, so we did. Yeah, there, uh, and we'll continue to do those too because it's definitely a lot easier for us when you guys tell us exactly who you want us to talk about. We can definitely, definitely do that. So awesome with that, guys. As always, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, be sure to check out our exclusive content. We have a lot of it on Patreon or Apple Premium if you want to check out that thing. Uh, if you do go the Apple Premium route on the podcast, you actually get access to all of our Patreon content or premium content. Uh, it just is on that Apple feed, which is... Hyperspace Hangout, our Star Wars show, as and I'll be live every Wednesday for Book of Boba Fett, which will be around 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Western Time. Uh, you can check out our Heroes of the Horn, which is a Wheel of Time podcast. I uh, just went through all of season one. It was good. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, see, episodes one through seven were great. But we're going yeah. through the books over there, and the books for that are absolutely fantastic. So, uh, and we have a Harry Potter podcast called The Elder Wand. You can check it out as well. So, you can find me anywhere on the internet at Super Games Bros. You can find as anywhere on the internet at Womprat underscore two M guys. And as always, thank you. And remember that winter is coming. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.